There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. What do we want to talk about today? Sequence risk. You love that, don't you? I do. I know. Most people don't know about it. No. Um, they, what is what the heck is sequence risk, Sean? Um, it's it's something that most folks outside of kind of this what I do, right. people that are practitioners in helping people prepare for retirement, most people don't know what sequence risk is. Um, I, in all honesty, I didn't really understand the concept until about well, a long time ago, twenty years ago. But well, yeah. I went a long time, yeah, you right. know, without without understanding it. It goes. It, here's the issue. All right, it has to do with the sequence of returns that you experience when you're in your red zone. It's red not zone. football. It's the five years before you retire. Got it. And the five, five years, years after, after you, you retire. retire. Okay. If your portfolio, your savings, when right. I say your portfolio, I mean your retirement savings. Sure. That could be your four hundred one k, your IRA. Um, if you have a big decline in that value. Within those the plus or minus five years of right, retirement, right, right, right. it could absolutely devastate your savings. Even if it comes back? Even if it comes back. Really? Yeah. You're going to explain to me why. I'd like to. Okay, good. Because <laughs> that, 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 that sounds weird. Right. So If I take a hit on that, that, that red zone five years before, five years after, but yet 10 years down the road, it comes back and it's bigger than ever, how did I lose? Well, 10 years down the road, bigger than ever, you're talking about um, percentage returns or percentage differences, if you will. Okay. Um, let, put that aside for a minute. Let's let's talk about what, what changes here. Okay. When you retire and when you're close to retirement, what is changing, right? Okay. Here's what's changing. You're not making money anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay? You, you But you still have bills to pay. Right. Okay. Um, so you're talking about this five year, five, five years. Well, at retirement, there's okay. there's this there's this line, right. and things change kind of on a dime sure. when you retire. You're no longer making money. Right. You're no longer contributing to your retirement savings. In fact, you're now taking money out of your retirement Correct. savings. Okay. Correct. So now the bills are being paid by the withdrawals from your savings. Right. Okay. So if you have a big decline, let's say you're taking out. We talked about safe withdrawal rates. Mm-hmm. Let's say you take out twenty thousand dollars a year, okay? Okay, um, and your portfolio is worth five hundred thousand dollars. Okay, okay. You take it out twenty, right? Mm-hmm. That's four percent. Okay. Okay. Now let's say you have a twenty percent decline next year. Your portfolio is now four hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. How much are you going to take out to pay the bills the following year? At twenty thousand. Twenty thousand, right? right? You still have to pay the same bills. Right. right. Now you take twenty thousand dollars out of a four hundred thousand dollar portfolio. What's that percentage? Eight percent. Yeah. Right. You're taking more out now. Okay. Now let's say sure. you have another decline of twenty percent. It's happened. That how much are you going to take out the following year? Twenty thousand. You still need twenty k. Right, right. 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 So now what happened is you're exacerbating sure. these declines. You're making it worse by taking out money. Leave the money there. Don't take it out, and you'll be okay. You will allow it to uh, stabilize and then grow again. But you're making it worse by taking. Where the am money I going to get the twenty k? Well, exactly. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> if you don't have I know any a guy. Other, you, I know, you, a, you guy. know a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to have alternative sources of income, right? right if right, you right. If uh, you know you have big declines like that, and your only source of income is Social Security, and then what you're taking out of your retirement savings, um, you have no choice, mm-hmm. right? So what sometimes people do is they'll they'll go get a job, right? I can't take money out anymore because I'm making it worse. Oh, by the way, you're also selling low, which is the cardinal sin. Yeah, right. This is the yeah, cardinal rule. That's so true. Buy high, uh, you, you know. Don't buy high and sell low. Buy low and sell high. But when you're forced to take the money out, you're 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 actually selling low. Um, but so you can turn to uh, a part-time job. You can go back to work if you need to. Um, maybe you've got rental income because you have some properties, um, or maybe you had put some money aside in a separate type of account, maybe an annuity um, that you allowed to sit there and just grow for a while. That then, if you have some big market declines, say so you know what access the income rider on that annuity and I'm going to stop taking money out of my savings so I can allow it to uh, recoup. Mm. Um, so let me tell you a story. Mm. Oh, I like All this. Right. Okay. You like stories, right? Let's talk about Bill and Jill. Bill and Jill. Okay. Bill and Jill. Uh, their mom and dad, um, that was the best they could do for names. Um, but they uh, they grew up together and they both started their careers uh, roughly at the same time. <clears throat> and when they came time to retire, they each had $500,000 saved. That's nice. So the older brother, Bill, um, retired in 1996, all right? And he took out 4%. We talked about withdrawal rates previously. 4% yeah. in 1996 was, the, was a good standard, rate. Standard, yeah. Standard rate. Okay. And then inflation, long-term average, 3%. Increased that uh, withdrawal 3% every year okay. uh, for inflation. All right. So Jill, his younger sister, uh, saw Bill for two years just loving life in retirement. He was traveling and playing golf and doing everything he wanted to do. Bought the Mercedes convertible and oh, yeah. whatnot. So she says, gosh, you know, I've also got $500,000. Did she really say gosh? In savings. She said gosh. She said gosh. That sounds like something Jill would say. I need to work on that. Okay, yeah. Um, anyway, Jill says, Bill's having a great time. I'm going to retire too. Look how easy this is. He's having a great time. She also has $500,000. She's also going to take 4% out, which is $20,000 a year, mm-hmm. right? And she'll increase that 20000 by 3% each year um, for inflation. Okay. Okay. Let's look at what happened in their the stock market and their portfolios in those years. When Bill retired in 1996, the stock market and his portfolio went up 20%. Mm. In 97, it went up 31%. Yay. In eight, 98, it went up 27%. Okay. And in 99, it went up another 20%. So far, so good. That was that dot-com bubble. Remember how good that was? Oh, that yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, okay. Uh, after that, we had the crash. In 2000, it was negative 10. Yep. And in 2001, it was negative 13. Mm-hmm. 2002, we actually came back a bit, and it was up 23%. Okay. Okay. So, Bill, um, <clears throat> in 2019, his portfolio that he started with $500,000 is worth $947,000. Wow. He had an eight, 90% increase in the value of that account okay sounds good two years later two years well yeah okay in 2019 jill who retired simply two years later right only has three hundred and forty six thousand dollars uh in her account the reason being is that she started taking money out of her account in 1998 she had a good return of 26 percent right and then 19 but after that she had a bunch of negatives and those negative returns pulled down the value of her account to such a level that the percentage increases later on in life. Percentage. It was a percentage of a smaller amount. Yep. 
Bill was getting a percentage of positive percentage of higher amounts later on in life, which allowed that absolute dollar value to grow much more. This goes back to a little bit of the compounding interest. 10% of $100,000 is much less than 10% of a million dollars. Yep. Okay? So this sequence risk, because she had to take money out early on and put a lot of pressure on the value of her savings, caused it to decline to a rate at which it could not So again, if Jill not touched the account for a while, let it sit, she would have been okay. In a perfect world, that's exactly yeah. it, right? Yeah. And so um, this is where planning comes into play. Yep. You have to plan for somebody experiencing a bad sequence risk when they retire. Yep. And you plan for that by looking at your money in a couple different – a few different ways, the way I look at it. Um, we need some growth, okay? We're all living a lot longer, you know, maybe into yeah, our 90s, yeah, spending yeah, 40 yeah. years of retirement. You need to keep pace with inflation, Um and by do, to do that, you really need some growth uh, in your portfolio. And you, you've told me about clients in their 70s still doing pedal to the metal uh, in terms of growth. They took the, they took the growth comment to, uh, to heart. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's because um, while I'm not a big fan of not constantly tweaking your investments – um, you, they have to be relevant and appropriate to you. The 70-year-olds that come in with the pedal to the metal, they most of the time have a portfolio that they put in place 40 years ago. Okay. Yeah. And they forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been working. Why make a change? Right. Well, because just because it's been working doesn't mean it will continue to work. Mm. Um, but we want to have some money in growth. You want to have some money that is going to increase uh, over time with with the stock market, sure, right? Sure. You're now solely dependent on the performance of your investments. You can't add to it because, remember, you're not working anymore. Right. But you need that. You need some growth in there, okay? Yep. That's going to help you later on in life. You also want to have some safe money. You want money that is going to grow but maybe – but not have any risk to it, not have any principal risk, yep. okay? Um, so think of uh, a CD comes to mind. Mm-hmm. They're not bad right now, actually, 5% or so, yeah. you know, on a 12-month on a that's temporary. The well, rates will probably go down. But for now. I got mine um, six months ago. There you so, go. Yeah. You know, I, I said, hey, I'll jump. Right. You got, you're getting 5% with zero risk. Yeah, that's okay? the way I looked at it. Yeah. So uh, that's that's one tool you could use. You could look at annuities. We talk um, in the past about fixed index annuities. Yep. They've got a little bit more growth, quite potentially a lot more growth potential than a CD will have. It has zero principal risk, right. but you're going to get an interest credit each year based on the performance of a stock market index that you select. It could be the S&P 500. It could be the Dow. Uh, it could be any number of things. And how the Dow goes or the S&P goes, you're going to get a, a, a an interest credit that's tied to that. Mm-hmm. Let me explain. Let's say the S&P, you choose the S&P 500. Let's right. say it's up 10%. Okay. You're not going to get a 10% interest credit uh, on your annuity. Of course gonna, not. <laughs> well, because they're, they're guaranteeing your principal. You get, there has to be a trade-off. Sure. You're not putting anything at risk. You may get uh, 40% of that, maybe 60%. Okay. okay. So if it's up 10, you might get 4%. You might get 6%. It depends on what the contract uh, indicates. But that's good, safe money that you can put aside that will have no risk whatsoever. Okay, and then the other is just liquid, right? I really like the six month rule, even twelve months sometimes. That's you look at your expenses. Remember, we do those worksheets a lot. Yep. Look at your expenses, identify how much you're spending, uh, and try to have six to twelve months of savings in the in the bank um, for if if something happened, if Ma- you lose 0. your job, zero two percent. Well, yeah. so <laughs> times have changed. I would look at going into a high yield savings account. 
Okay. You're going to find them almost all online these days, uh, but you're going to get five five percent or so. Okay. Um, with a minimum balance. With a, some of the minimum balances are zero. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I look at them a lot with clients that come in and we're, we're talking about it. Um, you go to uh, bankrate.com or simply go to Google or whatever your browser is. Right. Ask, Ask Jeeves was that one? No, I think I, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dating myself. Mm. Go to Google and type in high yield savings. You've got mail. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> uh, Google high yield savings account or, or search for high yield savings account, and, and you'll get uh, a list of banks offering them. And like I said, they're five percent roughly right now. They, they're going to fluctuate. Oh, yeah, when yeah. we start start dropping rates in this country, they're going to come down as well. Oh, yeah. But right now, take the money. It's five percent. It's fully liquid. You can transfer it from there to your checking account uh, at any time you like. All right. So Bill and Jill, let me go back to them. Sure. Um, they take retirement. And they want to travel, they want to do golf, whatever. Where do they take the money from? If they've got annuities, if they've got an IRA, if they've got uh, all of these various forms of savings and investment, how do you dictate which one to tap? Or do you tap a little bit of all of them? Or how does that work? You need to look at what tax bracket they're in. Okay. Okay. And believe it or not, we do find ourselves in tax brackets in retirement. <laughs> People don't realize yeah. that's. You asked previously what one of the biggest surprises are for folks, and I think oftentimes when I tell people now your Social Security, you paid X amount of dollars in taxes on that. They say, "What? I pay taxes on my Social Security?" Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, you do. Um, you pay taxes on. It. So when you add up your taxable portion of your Social Security, the pension if you have it, any maybe any annuities you have, and then your RMDs, which are your required minimum distributions, um, which is what the government says you have to take out of your four hundred one k and your IRAs each At year. 73 and a half? 73. 73. Right. Okay. It'll go to 75 in 10 years. They just went from 70. It was 70 and a half prior to 2019. Yep. In 2019, it went to 72. And then the Secure Act 2.0, which was signed uh, almost a year ago now, increased it to 73. Okay. And in 10 years, it'll go to 75. All right. Where were we? We look at all, <laughs> we look at all of that to determine uh, what the taxes tax are. Market. Right. And then you determine from a tax perspective, where's the best place to take your money from, oh, okay? okay. Um, you know if you take it out of your 401k and your IRA, 403b, those types of things, every penny will be taxable. You also have to remember, for every dollar you take out of that, you're potentially exposing more of your Social Security to taxation. There's thresholds there, which we've talked about. You have, you add up all of your income and you hit certain thresholds, your Social Security becomes taxable. So at a certain point in time, um, that becomes taxable. So you have to look at at what that tax liability will be. If you are of the mindset that taxes are going up because the friends in Washington tend to spend a lot of money and they need to raise taxes. Safe bet. Right. You might be taking your money out of those taxable accounts now because you may be in a lower tax bracket now than you will be in the future. Um, If you're of the mindset that um, that's not going to happen and there will be no impact, then you take your money out of your regular savings types of accounts, maybe your your, your stock and bond account you might have. Sure, sure. Uh, you're not paying taxes on it. You take the money out of that now and then tap into the taxable accounts later. This is a conversation we uh-huh. have with our clients on a case-by-case basis. It's different for all of them. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, once you once you determine your, you know, your target in terms of where the money is coming from, it's not set in stone. 
as the world evolves and changes and your situation changes, you start taking money out of different places um, to suit your needs. Too. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast, presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.